everyone and welcome to Grateful for Love. This is Regina. We have been sharing for several weeks now some of my favorite passages from the Bible. Um, in no particular order, but just passages, verses of the Bible that have really blessed me over the years. And I wanted to specifically today share some verses that really pinpointed being thankful as we approach the holiday of Thanksgiving on this Thursday. And I just wanted to really uh, just read along with you all some verses that really point to reasons why we should be thankful. And most of us would know this, but it's always nice to be reminded. In the New Testament, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18, and these are all from the NIV translation, unless I say otherwise. But the first one is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, and it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Giving thanks in all circumstances. And that can be challenging, can it not? But it is something that God asks us to do. He wants us to do. We know that not necessarily will all things be good that are happening to us. But God wants us to focus on Him and that He is good. And that He will get us through every circumstance that we face. So we should nevertheless, even though the circumstance might be bad, but he wants us to be thankful to him in every circumstance. Then Psalm 103, verses 1 through 4 says, Praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Forget not all of his benefits. Sometimes, beloved, I think that the blessings can come in so many different sizes and variations that sometimes we tend to overlook quite a few of them. But they all come from him, those that are good. And he does not want us to forget to praise him, to thank him, to bless his name. Then Colossians 2, 6 through 7, and this is from the New King James Version translation. It says, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. So for me, it's like, since I've received him as Lord and Savior, I should walk in him. Why would I choose to receive him as Lord and Savior and still want to walk the same old way, the way that I walked before I came to know him? And I believe that he wants us to make that turn, not only in what we're saying we're going to do, but actually begin to practice walking with him 
And we learn directions from him on how to do that through his word and through prayer. And so God wants us to to walk in him and find ourselves getting rooted and built up through his word in order for that walk to be steady, in order for that, that walk to be intentional and going in his direction more frequently all the time and to establish our faith in him because of the word of God that we're taking in, that we're receiving. All of those things will help us in our walk and be thankful that we can do this. We're no longer bound by the enemy's uh, tactics of keeping us and making us think that we can't walk this way, that we can't walk in with the pleases God. How will God ever forgive us? Because we know that those things are not true. We learned those from our study of, of Romans uh, several episodes back in terms of how God has acquitted us. God has uh, approved us. He has made us to be in right standing with him because of his son, because of what his son did. And when we receive Christ's sacrificial um, payment for us, when we receive him and accept him as Lord and Savior, then God sees us as he sees his son. And that's justified just as if we never seen, we never did anything wrong. So God receives us that way. And so we should be abounding in thanksgiving, knowing that God does not look to us to have made that step before his, before his son did. Christ did it for us first. And because he did it for us first, now we can fully receive him and move forward in the things of God. Then Isaiah chapter 12 verse 4 through 5 says and this is the new American standard um, it says and on that day you will say give thanks to the Lord call on his name make known his deeds among the peoples make them remember that his name is exalted praise the Lord in song for he has done glorious things let this be known throughout the earth. So we should be making known with everyone that we come in contact with the greatness of God, the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, the loving Father that He is and that He wants to be in relationship with each and every one of us. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like sifting, I'm sorry, like shifting shadows. So everything good that has ever happened to me, has ever happened to you, has been because of the Father, of God the Father, our loving Father. Then First Chronicles 16.34 says, and this is the ESV translation. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. It never stops. It never depletes itself. It never is emptied. It is enduring forever and forever. Hebrews 12 and 28 says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, glory to God, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. 
So we have received, we have come into, walked into, received, stepped into a kingdom that cannot be shaken. We know that the world and its standards and everything in it can be shaken, will be shaken, and at some point will fall because it cannot, it is incapable of sustaining itself for very, very long periods of time. There will be something that will cause it to waver, to shake, to crumble. But but the kingdom that God has cannot be. It is not so. It cannot be shaken. So let's be thankful for that. And let's worship God. And with reverence and awe, knowing that we are on the winning side and that God's truth will reign and last forever. Then Psalm 95 verses 1 through 5 says, O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are also his. The sea is his, for he made it. And his hands formed the dry land. What an awesome and mighty God we serve. And in his presence, we should be thankful. We should give him thanks. And because we know that he is everywhere, everywhere we are, we are always in his presence. And so we should always have a mouth to open to give him thanks and to form the words in our mouth of thanking God and blessing God's holy name for being who he is. For he is a great God. He is above all other gods. There is no one else higher than him, above him. He is above all gods. That The word says, it clearly says that. This is in his hands are the deep places of the earth. The deep places of the earth are in his hands. And then the highest places also, they're also in his hands. That's how vast, that's how massive, that's how great, magnificent, and awesome God would serve. Philippians 4, 4 through 7 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, don't be anxious. Don't be fearful about anything. But in every situation, God wants us to pray, to petition Him with thanksgiving. We're thanking Him for the answer to the prayer. We're thanking Him for the answer to our petition because we know that as His children, He only not only will he hear us, but he will answer us. And so we give all of our requests to him. And we trust him to make the best and final decision for us. And we will accept 
what he tells us, what he will grant to us. We believe him for that. And his peace will guard our hearts and minds. We'll know that that is the best answer. There won't be a waffling back and forth. We'll know there will be a peace on the inside that know to know that the answer that he gave is the best for me. It is the best for me. Psalm 118 verse 24, and this is in the ESV version translation says, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Be glad in it. Be thankful in it. Be grateful for this day because God allowed us to see it. Then Colossians 3 and 15 through 17 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. So whatever we find ourselves doing, whether great or small, let us find ourselves doing it all in his name. Do it, one verse says, as unto him, do it for him and be thankful and be grateful for him. Then First Chronicles 29.13 says, and this is the New King James Version, Now therefore, our God, we thank you and we praise your glorious name. Period. Has not God done everything for each of us? Has he not made a provision, a way of escape, that we would not be judged for what we deserve, but because of his mercy and his grace and his love for us, he took upon all of that on our behalf. He took the penalty for the sin that we deserved. He took that upon himself. And so should he not deserve our praise and our thanks for that? And I want to wrap up by sharing this one final verse and of course there's so many more verses so many more verses but I just wanted to share this final one with you and this comes from Psalm 100 Psalm 100 and um, in the NLT the New Living Translation it says this is verse 4 it says enter his gates with thanksgiving Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. And then verse 5 says, For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. The Passion Translation reads this way. It says, verse 4, You can pass through his open gates with the password of praise. Glory to God. His gates are open to us at all times with the password of praise. As we praise, and the more we praise God, 
the better we're going to feel. So we think sometimes that we have to feel good first before we praise God. And it's just the opposite. We should praise God no matter how we feel. We should praise God. God is still yet worthy of praise. And we should praise Him because of who He is. And I guarantee you that when you praise God, when you begin to focus on Him and praise Him and begin to, as a hymn would say, count your blessings and name them one by one, see that all that what God has done for you, then whatever that was that was trying to keep you from praising God will take a back seat way back and you'll begin to praise God and begin to know and sense and feel the difference in how you feel because you chose to praise him regardless of how you feel. And then it says, come right into his presence with thanksgiving. And we can do that with the what? With the password of praise. It says, come bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. And then verse 5 says, for, for Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He is ready. He is wanting. He is there hoping that we'll catch it. That we get the idea that he wants me around all the time. He wants me to praise him, to come into his presence all the time. This has an open invitation. My password is praise. And I can enter in any time, day or night. Whatever may or may not be going on, I can enter into his presence. And he is always good and he is always ready, it says, to receive me. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you. And he is famous for his faithfulness toward all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted. Glory to God. For he keeps his promises to every generation. So God bless you, beloved. I pray that you have a blessed Thanksgiving on tomorrow. Know that God is with you. Know that God is for you is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.